Oh, do you have something to like lighten the mood before we begin or? <laughs> well, I guess to lighten the mood is the end of Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, just looking forward to the 4th of July. And um, just talking to my sister Stewie. Well, yeah, I know where I'm going with that. But yes, uh, nothing much. I'm hoping we can go to Universal. And I'm on the bandwagon and the fact of wearing bonds in public is 100% okay. Because I remember when we went to Universal in the morning, I saw some Black women with bonnets on thinking, I feel you, sis. Me too. Yeah, like if I was a bonnet wearer, which everyone has learned now that I don't wear bonnets. So, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. sorry guys, I'm a bad black woman. Um, but like <laughs> if I was a girl who wore bonnets, I would wear bonnets in public. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing what the fuck I want, especially at some fucking universal. Like, girl, I'm not trying to impress nobody here. Um, yeah, do I have anything? No, like this week was fucking chaos and we're gonna get into the fucking chaos uh but first we have to say um welcome back to confrontational millennials i'm nikki alley and i'm bell mars um and we're gonna start how we've been starting which is to play the yay or nay game with all of the news stories this week it like warning in advance like some of these might trigger some people like so this episode i'm not gonna lie probably gonna be a little bit of a bummer um but you know it's happening we got to talk about it so um i'm gonna start kind of light um so rapper trick daddy of florida um said something stupid this week uh he angered the unofficial cult of the beehive by claiming that their queen beyonce gave nothing back to music and not only that she couldn't sing but that she was to music like jay-z was to new york which doesn't make any sense as an analogy but i'm gonna move forward (laughs) i'm gonna move on um so anyway, they subsequently, like the internet subsequently paid him back. He apparently has a restaurant. It's down to like two stars or lower now on Yelp and all of those other review services. Um, he's basically getting lamb blasted online. People are calling him varying names. They're comparing to, to comparing him to varying different um, ugly looking characters. And so <laughs> my question to you is, um, does this man deserve all this vitriol just for having an opinion and saying it on a public platform? One thing is you can have an opinion. Anyone can have an opinion. I agree with that. But I'm just thinking you should be on it. Uh, honest when you do a backlash mm-hmm. so i'm thinking, thinking that's on him because the bay hive is i'm thinking they're hella militaristic yeah, poke yeah. the beehive you the bay hive you're going to get stinged so i'm just thinking he can have an opinion and but then you also have to have consequences of that opinion which means you piss off the bay hive that's what happens sure i mean does the bay hive tack people um 
who have nothing to do with anything. Yes, they did it with Rachel Ray mm-hmm. and like go back in the kitchen and cook something, bitch, and stay with <laughs> Jay Z. When it was actually Rachel Roy who's possible, um, who was the one that supposedly cheated with Jay Z. Uh. So just that one typo. So the Bayhive could be pretty crazy, but I'm thinking he know he was doing. He's probably just doing it for publicity so he can release another album. I mean, this is true. Um, yeah, I have to agree. Um, even though, like, I mean, I think it depends. Like, there are just some people that you can't go after. Let's be real. And Beyonce is an icon. So, like, you can't you can't go after Beyonce. Beyonce didn't probably even know this happened. Let's be real. Like, she probably, like, just heard about this, like, you know, like, days ago and was like, oh. And then, like, move the fuck on because why the fuck does she care what this man says to her? She doesn't know who he is, but... She really doesn't care because think of Beyonce. Has she ever responded to anyone publicly? Hell no. I mean, Tommy Warren tried going after her. She didn't say shit. And, you know, after the controversy uh, formation dropped out when people say, oh, she hates black, uh, she hates white people, she hates police, she released the formation tour and it sold out, so... Listen, when you have that kind of power, you actually don't really need to talk. And so I think I think I agree with you. I think this is like a, a grab at like some sort of like rel like being relevant, like you know what I'm saying? Like because yeah. you know that like I mean, you know that Miami knows who you are because Trick Daddy is a he's a he emcees a a show um on radio with i think trina yeah in in florida i believe and so he he doubled down on that on that morning show that he has with trina but it was just kind of like you know that like outside of florida and miami like people won't really know who you are and so the fact that you i think he said this in like a clubhouse like room or something the fact that you would even like open your fix your face to say this when you know that you're not as like you you're not a tastemaker like Beyonce you don't need to do that like I I, there's other ways to get publicity and as they say like people always say oh there's no such thing as bad publicity I don't I'm just saying like do you want to be known as the man who said something dumb about Beyonce or do you want to be known because you're talented like let's be clear here yeah. like I mean it's like Azalea Banks I mean she I mean she's there's no such thing as bad publicity she gets a lot of that publicity because she feuded with fucking everyone yeah I mean the only I mean the only good thing she says is probably like cursing out Candace Owens on like oh, yeah. Instagram I love that whole thing so because you say, oh, Juneteenth is so stupid or so boring. I'm thinking, you guys love fucking Texas. That's a Texas holiday and you're complaining about it. So, but I know more Azalea Banks more for her beefs than for her music. I don't think I even heard of Azalea Banks song. I don't know any Azalea Banks songs, but you know, when she curses out the right people, like I'm all for Azalea Banks. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, eh, the worst person in the world has made a right, has made a good point. So I'm just thinking probably... Broken clocks uh, is right twice a day. So right. but everything else thinking, oh, Beyonce sucks. Meg Thee Stallion sucks. I'm better than Meg Thee Stallion because I'm not as controversial as Meg Thee Stallion. So yeah, controversy and feuding with a lot of people. I think she also feel with Elon Musk's wife. Uh, yeah. 
so yeah like but it, it it begs the question like do you do you really is this what you want to be known for this is what you want your legacy to be and let's be clear like this is not really a legacy like you trying to beef with Beyonce like or really more like the Bayhive like what is it people are gonna forget you people are gonna forget that after they land blast you and like erase you from existence like if it was up to the Bayhive you would not have a restaurant anymore they will get you shut down bitch like that's <laughs> all I'm saying so it's just kind of like do you want to be known as the person who just says shit because you want to say shit or do you want to be known for the fact that you have good music, which again, I don't know what your music sounds like, Azalea Banks or a Trick Daddy, but like, <laughs> I know that you're not a Beyonce, and I know that uh, targeting Beyonces are not really going to get you anywhere. Like that's all I'm saying. So, yeah. So what the Beehive would eat them alive. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you decided to do what Michael Jackson did, because I remember when I think Eminem was making fun of Michael Jackson, one of his songs. So what Michael Jackson did, he didn't say anything publicly. He actually bought Eminem's catalog. So every time Eminem plays some of his old songs, they play Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson did the same thing with the Beatles. Huh. He bought the Beatles uh, catalog. So every time Paul McCarthy wants to play his old songs, he has to pay Michael Jackson or the Michael Jackson estate. So just be a good businessman. So Beyonce or Jay-Z might do the same thing. Right. Like Trick Daddy, they might buy that whole radio station. And then what are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? You're going to have to advertise for Beyonce every time you open your mouth. And then you're (laughs) going to eat your fucking word. I'm just saying, like, what was the reason? I'm going to be Cardi B. What was the reason? Like, (laughs) if that's how you feel, like, it would be one thing if you were to say, like, and this will be a good transition in a second, but it'd be one thing if you were to say like, oh, I don't like, I don't know. I feel like, uh, who's just another, I don't feel like Kanye, no, not, I can't even say Kanye, fuck. Um, <laughs> I feel like a smaller like black artist isn't giving anything to, it would be one thing if you had said that, like a Jasmine Sullivan, even though I fucking love Jasmine Sullivan. Um, if what about you, Normani? Um, from- right. Like if you had said, oh, Normani can't sing and she doesn't give anything to, it would be one thing, even though that's a fucking lie as well, because Normani is amazing. But yeah, like- Or Rihanna. I mean, she hasn't done music, but I'm thinking she's a great businesswoman. She's more than just her music, Rihanna. Right. It would have been one thing if you would pick somebody who had a smaller following, but you chose to go after a big dog. And it's like, this is not David and Goliath, son. Like you, you're going to lose. <laughs> Um, but speaking of one person, well, really, it's about another rapper, this story, but speaking of one person kind of affecting somebody else's life, uh, rapper T-Pain came out, I believe, or Monday or Tuesday, and revealed that a comment uh, made by Usher Raymond, uh, in which he stated that T-Pain gave nothing back to muse the music industry. He was negatively affecting it with his use of autotune. Um, T-Pain claimed that this comment sent him into four years of depression. Um, and so I guess my question is, do you think it is fair for him to kind of put the onus of his depression on just like a, from what we know now, I have no idea, like if there was more to this, than this but from what we know do you think it's fair for him to put the onus of his depression on one comment that usher made to him one time 
I mean, unless it's triggering, because I'm just thinking one calm is probably just not enough, unless it's like compounded with other things. So yeah. I'm just thinking sometimes it could just be like the straw that broke the camel's back, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe he was struggling, he was insecure with his music, and then Usher kind of sent him over the edge. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably might have been a triggering statement, because you're thinking just one person in charge, just make a depressing statement. I think there's probably more is probably loaded onto it. So is it like the pressure of the fame and everything? Then that comment, straw that broke the camel's back. So I think there should be a lot more there because I'm thinking, because I know a lot of people make fun of him with his auto-tune voice, but yet we still listen to his song, still buy the streams, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if he was feeling insecure in his, in his success. So Usher said that and he's kind of made more depressed thinking, I need to do more than just auto-tune. So I don't think just one common voice probably sent them to depression. I think it's probably like a lot more there mm-hmm. um, under the surface. So probably that's more of a straw that broke the camel's bat statement. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I'd have to agree with that. I, I mean, the only way I feel like one person could utterly like send another person into that kind of spiral is if like you really like cared about that person like if like a co-worker of mine made like a random like comment about like the way I do my job it wouldn't matter so much to me as is if like you know perhaps like my parents made a comment about how yeah. I did my job because I care about my parents opinion and I could get literally no iota of a fuck about what like you know a random co-worker would say to me right um but yeah like I think I don't know how close they are like Usher and T-Pain I don't know like if but I would have to assume that like you know Usher was not the only person who said this to him I'm sure that other people had made that sort of comment about like his use of auto-tune but now I say like look at everyone else now literally everyone uses auto-tune so it's just kind of like so y'all like came after me and it's just this kind of like I'm sure T-Pain was not the only person who was using auto-tune at the time when he was popping like I'm sure there were other people using auto-tune it just maybe wasn't as obvious but like T-Pain now I don't listen to I'm not a big rap girl but like T-Pain I like T-Pain songs. T-Pain as a person um, has not offended me thus far. And so I'm just kind of like, I, I don't know how like Usher said it, but like at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, I mean, man, like you, you had to have known that like, just because T-Pain was like the face of auto-tune doesn't mean he was the only person using auto-tune. Like, yeah. so you didn't really have to say that. And like, I don't know, like it always like, it always like puts me off when like, especially people in our community, like black people put other black people down for no reason whatsoever, right? Like, it's like, we don't, we already get enough of that outside of our community. It's like, why are you also compounding onto like what I'm sure you know, everyone else is saying about me by adding in your unnecessary two cents that's not helping anyone shit usher probably uses i uses auto-tune at this point like <laughs> like what usher raymond you know sit your ass down like that's not nice but again yeah. 
And I just think maybe they're just hating on a new like way of making music. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm thinking like, I know a lot of people who like traditional and they're like music and then something new came along and now everyone's doing thinking, oh, things are going downhill. Cause I know how a lot of people said rock, when rock music came around, rock is going, you're making music go downhill with that rock stuff. And the same with rap. Then they said it with, um, well, rap, and then they said the same thing with mumble rap, like, oh, uh-huh. things are going downhill. And I just think it's kind of like another generation, of, like people just shading on something new. Like when WAP came out, a lot of like old school rappers, like Snoop Dogg say, oh, you're kind of ruining music. You shouldn't be so versatile. I'm thinking you wrote an album called Doggy Style and Gin and Juice. So what these two women are doing, I mean, it's not anything new because right. Anaconda got some controversy and I'm not sure if there's any controversy for my neck my back right uh, I mean she says it in the she said my neck my back my pussy and my crack like just <laughs> your neck into it don't stop then do you, then you roll your tongue from the back up to the front but yeah I mean, yeah, like, it's just like, y'all, I mean, that's a good point. I think, like, y'all just kind of are like, ew, new things. And it's so, like, don't be those old people. Like, I, sometimes I have to catch myself sometimes when I do doing that, too. Like, when TikTok first, like, came out, I was like, oh, God, this is for the children. But now I kind of like to, I won't, like, I still haven't used TikTok. Like, let me be clear, like, because it seems like a lot of fucking work and like, <laughs> I'm old and tired. So I'm just kind of like, I have a job. Like, I don't have time to also do TikTok. So my niece occasionally makes TikToks munchies. So, mm-hmm. you know, okay, teach me how to use this TikTok while I get myself out there. I'm not going to do any of the dance challenges. Right. No. Also, like, side note, like a lot of Black creators are boycotting. They're not dancing right now because they don't want people to steal their work so uh don't be watching uh other people stealing i mean but it's i mean it's hard to know that but like if it looks like it's a black dance they probably stole it so don't watch don't watch these kids when they steal these 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 creative these black creatives work uh as a sidebar but yeah like i mean at the end of the day it's just kind of like things change people that's the whole point of like life Right. so don't shit on people it's not fun it's not it's not okay um because you never know like uh, people are always like but i just said one thing and it's like you never know what kind of impact your words have on people negatively or positively right. um but speaking of negative influences in the music industry christopher brown uh was accused of assaulting uh yet another woman um to absolutely no one's surprise last friday in a los angeles home uh details are still kind of like uh, the you know scarce but the woman claims that he hit her hard enough for her weave to fall out which Ooh. made lots of toxic men laugh on the internet um but who gives a fuck about them i want to know if do you think that chris brown is capable of change at this point no, I mean, at this point, people are still listening to his music, buying, well, buying any shows, different things. So it's kind of like the thing with R. Kelly, where it's like, we could help him. I mean, we could like um, blackball him, but all at the same time, he makes too much money. Same thing with Tori Lanez, where it's like, okay, we don't care. He still makes money and our, and rappers and singers still collaborating with them regardless Mm -hmm. 
I mean, yes. Um, that gremlin, Tori. Um, I think he got into a car accident, side note, y'all. So that was... And then someone made a horrible joke that still made me laugh. Um, they said, I don't know if I believe that. I want to hear the car side of the story first. And I said, <laughs> y'all are fucking wild. Um, but I mean, yeah, like I, uh, there's a lack of consequences, right? Like that's the whole issue here. Like y'all let him get away with hitting Rihanna for Rihanna. I'm going to say her name right just automatically one yeah, day. Rihanna. Sorry, Rihanna. Like, you know, if you ever <laughs> listen to this on the off chance, you probably won't. But, like, y'all let him get away with hitting Rihanna, and that was terrible. And, like, you – I mean, he basically – it's not like that man attempted to change – so it's just kind of like for all of you kids who are doing the surprise Pikachu face, like I don't, I don't get it. Like I mean, when I heard about the story, I was like, I was like, I feel sorry for that girl. Um, not sure why she got with him, but like you know, love makes us dumb, I guess. If it is even yeah. love or money, you know, she maybe just wanted some money, but like some perks. But um. Yeah, like it's the lack of consequences. And when you don't duel out consequences for this man like he deserves, then why would he change? You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't yeah. it that doesn't just happen like automatically, like, oh my God, I hit someone and everyone is telling me that I'm a piece of shit. Oh man, I should probably change. No. <laughs> Necrodactyls don't have that kind of like forward thinking okay like they don't they don't have that and christopher is the i mean he said it in that song what is that song called uh kiss kiss he said um something about he's the game so he that means he's fly which means that he's a bird okay <laughs> he's, a bird. he's a negro tactile he told y'all in kiss kiss with t-pain that he was a bird oh it's all coming together conspiracy theory but yeah. anyway <laughs> that man told you who he was he didn't change and so like am i mad yes do i want him to have to pay this woman out her ducats also yes do i think anything is going to come of it probably not because like he's christopher brown like y'all will buy his 40 minute albums and like, well, actually, no, it wasn't. It was four hours. That was what one of his, I was like four hours. I will buy his four hour ass albums and just be all like, oh yes, I love this, this, this woman beating asshole. Yeah. So unless they decide to do like a whole like mute R. Kelly instead of like mute Chris Brown movement. So probably in like another 10 years, we're going to have a surviving Christopher Brown. Probably. Chris Brown. But y'all y'all make me sad let's move on to somebody who deserves better let's go to britney spears she appeared in court this week to plead for the end of her conservatorship if you don't know spears has uh, recently come out publicly to kind of speak a little about how this conservatorship that is run by her father jamie spears um has negatively affected her life um mentally speaking uh from what i've heard and again like I have like, no, this is all, you know, it's all coming from Brittany herself, but like 
the, the man apparently told her she couldn't have another child at one point like yeah this she Brittany herself said in court said that um they put an IUD in her mm-hmm. so she can't have kids and she said she wants to have kids and I think like Britney Spears kind of like the whole media and all of us kind of like paid attention like kind of pay a part in her downfall because i think also right now we're having a reckoning on how we like treated like female celebrities yep back then and somewhat still today because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people were making fun of britney when she shaved her hair off and went crazy and that guy that was crying to leave britney alone we should have left britney alone and someone pointed out us a weekly say we should free britney say let's not and someone's pointing out let's not pretend that you didn't pay attention or downfall when they say like oh crazy britney does this and does that right. so i'm thinking even looking back yeah we do owe britney spears an apology yes agreed um so like saying all that that's a great point saying all that and the way that we treat female celebrities like at this point in time and how we treated them do you think the judge is going to grant her the interconservatorship that's a good question um because a lot of people thinking was a little bit confused that uh that that britney's uh lawyers didn't really brought up the end of her conservatorship and i'm think because a lot of people point out that a lot of people that do have conservatorship like you know mentally ill people and disabled people don't have like conservatorships so i'm hoping that the judge does because i'm don't think of like any legal reason that she probably needs to because i think she is of sound mind mm-hmm. and sound everything but i probably think the judge may not mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of pressure to free britney spears and especially from celebrities and different people so i mean my pessimistic side that the judge probably would not yeah it's unfortunate i mean i'm probably going to have to agree i mean if especially if this judge is male which he probably is um you know there's not a lot of I mean it just to me it's just kind of like they're not gonna look at it as if like they're not gonna take into account all of the things that like and that she's had to go through honestly like you know because people like especially when it comes to women like we don't get diagnoses as quickly or like and we're not taken as seriously as men because for some reason men think like we have some sort of amazing pain threshold or something they're like oh you're fine and it's just like no bitch like i (laughs) i need help damn it like so it's just kind of like yeah like i mean it's the way in which and i i'm like bear with me here but it's like it's the way in which like you know girls when they're young don't get diagnosed for like adhd and add as quickly as as boys do because like yeah and autism because they're just kind of like oh they're just doing it for attention or something of that like nature yeah because especially with girls because i'm thinking one thing that girls probably do better than boys is that they're better at masking things you know masking emotion thinking oh okay she's not hyperactive she's good in school she probably doesn't have it mm-hmm. i'm thinking thinking about it now probably need to do like a whole list of females that we need to apologize to right Janet jackson stephanie mayer mm-hmm. um megan fox because mm-hmm. many times they were sexualized for a long time especially at a younger age 
And many and like you said, that many times when women are like saying, oh, I have this condition, I need help. They're thinking you're just doing it for attention. They're thinking, oh, you women are exaggerating. Think if you're women in hysterics and they realize, no, they actually have issues like with heart attacks because symptoms present differently in women. Right. And then with men or if they have like, uh, or if their ovaries are getting torn up uh, and they have like stomach issues, like, oh, you're just hypochondriac thinking, no, it's just scarring tissue because, you know, your ovary bursts. Right. and so yeah and especially with like Brittany I hope she does get freed and she gets married and has her baby girl but I'm thinking probably won't be and definitely we need to see how we examine how we treat like women especially young women young girls in the media where they get like hypersexualized at a young age like oh you're 16 you got a boyfriend when your breasts are coming in right yeah like stop asking those questions those are gross but like yeah no it's just like nobody they don't really take these things seriously even when you're like outright like you repeat over and over like no like this is a thing that is happening to me it's just kind of like oh no you're you're the girl who cried wolf child like no so um yeah no I I don't have a lot of hopes I listen, I would love to be pleasantly surprised. America, American justice system, if you could pleasantly surprise me by doing something right (laughs) when it comes to this, this very famous white woman, like that would be great. But you know, like I, I might, my, I'm like glass half empty with you right there. So I don't know, but we'll, we'll see. Hopefully it gets resolved in a way that works for Brittany because fuck her dad. Um, And yeah, like, you know, I just wish her the best and that, you know, the judge can see, can really like examine the evidence properly and like come to a, a, the right decision. Like there's no, there's no like gray area here. It's he's bad please let her leave (laughs) yeah because she's damn near in her 40s i mean she has her own money has her own thing it makes no sense why he should be getting all this money from her if she's of sound mind sound everything so yeah speaking of the american justice system and sort of fucking up um george floyd's murderer was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison i said prison in prison (laughs) which uh seems like an arbitrary number um i feel like uh you could have just given him like straight life or if you really wanted to come up with like a number you could have just like taken the minutes that he kneeled on this man's neck and then like multiplied it by 10 and that would have been like a good sentence for me like 80 like that would have been great (laughs) 90 because it was actually nine minutes and 45 seconds but they don't show the full part to the media so should have got like 30 years in life because i'm thinking oh he's a first-time offender as it is like this man is not going to be in general population because he's a cop like cops do not get put in general population with the rest of the inmates because they know that they're going to be targets for the rest of the inmates (laughs) so um with that in mind the fact that he's only going to be in there that long he's a cop and he's not going to be put in general population do you feel like this was a proper sentence um uh as far as you know the crime that he committed 
it's adequate. I'm thinking I better, I wish he got like 30 to life, but knowing the justice, he probably might get on like five, 10 years on good behavior. So yeah, that kind of like pisses me off. And I'm still kind of peeved, like in the trial, they didn't mention the fact that Derek Chauvin also had like previous incidents of like abuse with people in his custody. I mean, like he did like, I think like 10 years before, like kneeled on a native kid's neck. Um, and then he also had like different disciplinary actions that wasn't that wasn't included in the child, but you know, George Floyd's uh, criminal history was on was added to evidence in the trial. So that just kind of like peed me off a little bit, but I'm just surprised. It's just one step forward, but still, I still wish it was enough. And I'm thinking also lead to like systematic change. And I'm thinking in all police over the world. Because I'm thinking, well, specifically in the U.S., because also, I want to say in Kentucky, where Breonna Taylor's murder is still set free and only charged for damage to the wall. So I'm thinking for Derek Chauvin, I, I think it's adequate. I wish it would have had 30 to life. But I think also as a whole set huge systematic changes, like through the policing and everything. Because the police department, I'm thinking, sure, there may be good apples, but I'm just thinking everyone should be on happy that Derek Trump went to jail because you guys keep going on about bad apples. So the whole saying the bad apple ruined the whole apple cart, the whole apple cart's run. The whole systematic issue is run. So I'm just thinking just solve the systematic issue, which not to be solved overnight, probably just burn it down and just build it back from the ground up. Cause you know, historically speaking, a lot of these police departments originally were just safe captures. So just build it down, burn it down, build it up from the ground up. So, so it's a little bit more proper. So I'm guessing from an optimistic point of view that police officers won't be overwhelmed. So if someone's like have like a drug overdose the police don't need to be there with guns or someone's going suicidal like put the gun down i'm gonna shoot you i'm thinking that's what i want if i'm suicidal <laughs> suicide by cop. i'm trying to unalive myself help me out here so like... <laughs> yeah so put money towards like if someone has a health issue probably get like someone that can work for the mental health issues to talk you down the police don't need to be there for fucking everything and i guess my encounter with the police has mostly been negative where i was told i was uh, pro, uh, trespassing on private property I was in my backyard and of course anytime I got robbed or stuff taken to call the police they didn't really get the they never really found the purpose I never did get my stuff back which success so that is the that is the plight of African Americans and other people of color in this uh in this place um yeah, no, like I said, he should have gotten life. Uh, we don't, like, there's no if, ands, or buzz about it. Um, do I think that this is a step forward? A part of me, like, pessimistically speaking, it's just kind of like, I think they're trying to bait, abate us because they know that they pissed us all off when it came to Breonna Taylor. And so they're like, oh, we have to get make it seem like the Black people have a win. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to give them, we'll give them, this man because it was like in comparison to the two trials like it, like Breonna Taylor and and this and this man like I mean like as a preference let's be clear like they don't give a fuck about black women like yeah. you know, in comparison to black men but like as far as media coverage and like marching and all of that I feel like George Floyd literally became he was the face and so of this entire movement like he was the spark 
that made people around the world essentially like get up and say, this is no longer, I mean, it's never been okay, but like, this is it. This is the straw that broke the camel's back that we were talking about before. This was it for them. The fact that you literally like suffocated this man to death in the most demeaning way possible. Right. So I feel like for them, it's, it's almost like a a strategic move, right? Like they're like, okay, give them this asshole who like that I'm not gonna say his name because fuck him um but like like they're like give him this guy so that they'll get off our backs for a little while like they'll feel like they're appeased they'll think there's some change coming and then we can get away with a, a little more for a little while longer and yeah then- it feels like a cycle to me like oh like today we'll give you um fucking Siobhan or whatever and tomorrow we're gonna let five other people go free who like blatantly killed black people in front of your yeah because I'm thinking especially what makes uh, George Floyd so different because they had camera footage of it right I mean if there wasn't any camera footage of it we're just gonna go by the police narrative people who like are pro blue lives matter though I don't think they're really blue lives matter they're just anti-black lives I'm thinking everyone because I think the best quote from Amanda Warren is that everyone has their uh, views until it gets, well, everyone has their ideals until they get in the way. So mm-hmm. very much. So I'm just thinking with George Floyd, you can't really deny that because everyone saw the tape. And even like people, I think, who are like hardcore conservative realized this shit was bad. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really spin in any other way. Nope. So I think with Breonna Taylor, where it's like for three months, the police had their own narrative about things like, oh, we're looking for a drug deal. But they felt like the drug deal was already in custody. Oh, the uh, the boyfriend shot. I'm thinking he was a legal gun over. And anything, the NRA should be on that. Thinking he was an American citizen. If someone comes into my apartment at 3 a.m. in the morning, I'm gonna be freaking the fuck out. I'm gonna be shooting and get some guns. So, yeah. Whereas Brianna Taylor, uh, we only have the police um, right narrative of it. So if there's like camera footage of it and different things, so yeah, I agree with you that they just do like. Um, symbolic victories versus actually putting in the work so just thinking okay we won't do no knock warrants because i'm thinking the and also the last war on drugs has been going on longer than we have been alive yeah yes really haven't really helped anyone with the drugs actually put more black people in jail than anything else and it really doesn't help anyone because thinking if you just and I do wish, like, if we do legalize marijuana, uh, I do wish that the drugs also work retroactively. And right. the people who are in jail for, like, drug crimes do get out and get a clean slate. Exactly. Like, if, if we're going to legalize this, like, why are you still keeping people who did low-level offenses in jail? Like, it, it's literally, like, I mean, what you said before about this being, like, a foundation like the police system yeah the systematic issues yeah like systematic issues being like based in slavery that's all the jail is that's all jail is it's literally just a a a, a plantation but made to look like it's correctional like this is not y'all like who are y'all fooling you're not fooling anybody with sense like you actually think that I believe that somebody who just sold weed on the streets because probably because they had literally no other outlet because you shut them out of every other like right. outlet that they could use to make money. You expect me to believe that you're correcting their behavior by making them work out in the hot sun or sit in a jail cell that has little to no air conditioning. Like you think that I that I believe that. Do you really? No. 
Yeah, because especially I know in Louisiana with the Angola prison, where you know predominantly black people working out in the fields with the prison watchers watching over, it's like really on the fucking nose. Because it used to be in plantation as well, and they call it Angola prison because that's where most of the slaves came from in Angola, put into Louisiana. So yeah, practically it is slavery because the 13th Amendment did say all people are free unless they commit a crime. And I know after like they free the slaves, they start getting them like bogus crimes. Like, ha, Negro, you're jaywalking, prison, now you're a slave again. Ha, 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 ha. Right. Like y'all, y'all will find any reason to like, so enlisted like free labor out of us, regardless, money or free labor. Like, I'm just saying like you, who, who do you think you're fooling? Nobody like, and that's there on that. But anyway, we could go about on about this forever, but we're going to move on. Um, so they, there was a discovery made in, I believe, China. Uh, yes, a discovery of an oblong-shaped human skull in China. Um, and it's led to debate of whether or not there's another species of ancient human. Um, it's at least 140,000 years old and they've nicknamed the dragon man. And so my lighthearted little question to kind of ease down after (laughs) our whole slave talk is, do you think the species of human may have been smarter than the current species of human? (laughs) Possibly, or it just could just be one strange man that just like mutated. I'm just going to go with my oblong head hideout in China, yo. Yeah, listen. (laughs) I mean, they nicknamed him the Dragon Man. His head is just like it's so in the back, like that caboose is so big. (laughs) I'm just saying, the back of that man head is so large. (laughs) (laughs) When you think of Roger Smith with how his giant head is built, yes, like it's it. It looks like. Oh man, I just had an image in my head, but I can't remember it. But like that skull, bro. And I was like, is, was their brain that big? Does that mean they were smarter than us? I don't know. I have no idea. Confused. But um, yes. Ooh, what did you get? What is that? Uh, strawberry pie. Oh, strawberry pie. <laughs> Jealous. It's finally just included in there jealous i would like star dragon to bring me some strawberry pie (laughs) oh my gosh um yeah i'm gonna say that uh maybe they were i don't know you know like that's interesting though like do it it brings up the questions of like did we evolve from this per like this species of human did we evolve from another species some people like what what are we saying here like i think maybe like some people probably evolved mm-hmm. um so i'm guessing if we can find another dragon man or a dragon woman woman yeah so and then i'm thinking probably some people probably involved and intermingled so probably take a little bit of dragon man's dna and like sell it to 23 and me and we can figure out hell yeah we figure out who's the descendants of the dragon man nah. Um, what if it turns out to be all of the woke people i'm just kidding lol (laughs) (laughs) i mean if it's all the hoteps then let's send them out to an island i don't trust them right yeah god you and your hotepery um oh moving on to bummer news again sorry y'all um If you haven't heard a condominium collapse in Miami, Florida this past week in the middle of the night, I think that was Wednesday night because I heard about it on Thursday. Um, 
leaving currently nine confirmed deaths and still over 150 people missing. Um, that was as of an hour and a half ago. It could have been updated, but that's the current numbers I have. Um, it was confirmed Saturday that consultants warned building managers of the structural damage three years prior to this incident um, and that like repairs are supposed to be happening soon, soon. Um, so this kind of, uh, the question I have is, do you believe America is too reactionary instead of proactive when it comes to risk to human life? Yeah, so I guess it kind of is up my alley because I am studying like safety. Mm-hmm. Because I was heard in like in 1999, the building was sinking like two millimeters a year. Right, so right. it was definitely a taking time bomb, especially with Miami. It's on a beach because I don't think Miami is like an actual place. I think it was kind of like built up on sand. Right. So I'm thinking and it kind of makes me angry because, you know, Biden's been fighting hard for infrastructure because we need fucking infrastructure in this country because our streets and everything's falling down. Jesus, Houston streets alone are the fucking worst, but go on. <laughs> yes, and even traveling throughout the South, Louisiana, oh my God, only one bridge going in and out of New Orleans, and if someone gets a wreck on that bridge, you're fucking screwed. You were screwed for hours. <laughs> Jesus. But yes, please continue. <laughs> so I do think we should be like proactive. And I think that's why regulation is good. I mean, I know the U.S. government sucks ass. I don't care. They get me on tape. The U.S. government sucks ass in many um, ways. Mm-hmm. But they are good at regulation. So I think we should probably be a little bit more strict because to say like every 40 years we need to like inspect it. Maybe we need to do it every 30 or every 20 years. So we can go check those issues. And I guess we also need to go check like other issues in the area as well. Cause I'm thinking with high rises, uh, we need to be careful. I know my father, when he was in the military, he, uh, his, when he was in officer training, when he was in like in Saudi Arabia, no, he went to a uh, desert storm uh-huh. uh, in the middle East. And they told him never go on the first floor. Cause that's where you're going to get robbed and never go above the fourth floor. Cause I'm thinking it's a fire, no fireplace going to, uh, fireman is going to catch you. So probably between those two floors, the first, well, the second and the fourth. The fourth. Right. So like, yeah. So we definitely need to do more regulation, make sure things are safe. And they said they were doing soon because they said they're going to start with the roof and then just work their way down. I am concerned that there's a lot more people trapped in the rebel. There's going to be a lot of amputations because I'm thinking we have your arm stuck in that. Uh, You probably have to amputate your arm because, you know, the blood flow is getting stuck from there. So it's just mostly going to be like dead skin and other things. So, yeah, that's kind of... bad i mean i first thought okay is this kind of like an attack because i thought about the oklahoma city bombing because it kind of looks similar to that but probably isn't so i'm just thinking the structure kind of was very very bad and it was aging because it's been around since 1999 so we should have probably done more to make sure the structure was safe yeah no i have to agree uh i feel like america is very reactive especially when it comes to just these these man-made issues like uh, again like i said earlier they were told three years prior that like this was an issue so if you really like truly gave a fuck about like human beings more than you did about you know money and making money you would have profit like you would have shut this place down and you'd have been like okay like let me make sure that i have this building better than code shit so that (laughs) like i don't have to because this reminded me of a story and i'm so mad that i can't remember where it was but like i feel like it was like years ago like i had heard on like like 
what was it what is that 20 not 2020 um uh 50 minutes 60 minutes 60 minutes i got there eventually (laughs) i got there um i had heard like on 60 minutes like like years ago that like a building in some other state had been steadily sinking like and um they like like something happened like i it wasn't to the scale of this like it didn't like all concave in on itself but like several people like several floors either like were damaged or something like that and there was like a minimal loss of human life or whatever and they were like oh yeah the building had been sinking for like however long and they were told in advance and they didn't do anything about it so like it's not like this is the first thing time this has happened before, even though I cannot remember where the fuck that was. This is not the first time like that, you know, we've had something like this happen where like a building that has housed people like has failed, like engineering has failed yeah. because you didn't want to put out the money to be able to make sure that this these you know these condominiums or these like apartments or whatever could continue to stand and not be a risk risk to people so I mean this is just like you can't keep like I mean you can argue this for like a a lot of other things too like gun control and like how many people have to die in a in a mass shooting before you go maybe we should have some common sense gun laws how many people have to die like in a building like collapsing before you go oh maybe like as soon as we get a surveyor here to like check the building we should yeah. shut it down and like start repairs immediately so that something like this doesn't happen like because this is this was totally preventable preventable like and you just decided oh we're gonna put it off until like it's absolutely necessary and now look like you're gonna lose way more money if you if you're a totally profit-centered person let me let me give you some advice you're going to lose way more money now with people moving out of your fucking building because they're like oh i'm not gonna be next um then you did then you would have if you would have just shut that damn building down for like what three to six months however long it would have taken to fix this so yeah and preventative cause is better than i guess the fallout cost because now probably the fbi and the u.s government is going to probably come in you have to get investigators i am interested in how they're going to do the uh accident investigation process because i have studied how to do accident investigation so it's going to take a while go do interviews, talk with people, see how many other people come in. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to take samples of the material to see, okay, how long is it rusting? Cause there, I also saw some water leakage in it. Cause I think one of the cameras from like one of the condominium the water leakage. So probably just a lot of structural damage. So I am interested and in, let's see what the root cost analysis of this is. Cause I think it might just be multiple ones. Cause I really don't like the term root cost analysis cause it makes it seem like there's only one problem. It's right. probably like a water problems into it. They just fell to like this disaster. Compounded on top of each other. Yeah. So yeah. it's terrible. And like to everybody who's still searching for people, like they're missing relatives and or loved ones. Like you're in our, um, I hate saying thoughts and prayers, um, but I'm going to, I'll post something. Um I'll post anything I can find as far as like fundraisers or as far as like just general awareness that people can post about it. Like if they, um, you know, if I find anything, because again, I hate saying you're in our thoughts and prayers, but like, you know, 
um, we hope that you uh, get answers soon because I mean, the nine confirmed deaths are terrible. And like, my heart goes out to all those people who lost people in this. Um, But I know waiting has to be even fucking worse. Yeah, it's no natural loved one. I'm thinking I can't even get like a hand or a finger of my loved one. I'm thinking of my, because a lot of old elderly people do retire to Miami. So I'm thinking waiting for someone's grandmother or someone else or people from like overseas come here to go get the vaccine because we have a better rollout. So Mm -hmm. because I saw reports like someone from Argentina passed away. So it's definitely a lot a lot um but yeah no we need as a country we need to do better even though i hate saying we because again like i have no i know nothing about engineering and i know nothing about structure and or the u.s i'm not good like i would never be good in government or any of those things but i will say we like we need to be better as far as when it comes to disasters like this and preventing these things because they're preventable like like yeah. how many, it's just, it's crazy to me. Like how many people have to die before you go, oh, well, maybe we should like fix this. Yeah, so I do know a little bit <laughs> about government. I mean, I know with my father who worked in government, he takes like the Hatch Act seriously as and you can't get too political in government mm-hmm. support a political candidate. So if I work for government, I can't talk shit about the president for a bit. <laughs> Belmars, you can never work for the government. <laughs> like- <laughs> Who am I going to have on this podcast if you can't talk shit about the president? Oh, speaking of somebody basically not taking America shit, Gwen Berry, who's a hammer thrower, slated to go to the uh, Tokyo 2021 Olympics uh, next month, turned away from the flag during the national anthems at her trial um, because she is basically an activist athlete and she's black and, and she thinks that y'all fucking suck because you keep killing black people like what else there doesn't need to be an explanation it makes sense but it sparked a whole bunch of uh you know uh mostly overly patriotic white people on twitter to yell their opinion into the abyss abyss about how she shouldn't go to the olympics because she doesn't represent america and so i guess like just to give in to their idiotic nonsense for like two seconds um, do you believe a true American is a, uh, or really like any other country, a true whatever, um, do you believe those people are somebody who has undying loyalty or people who are demonstrative, such as Gwen Berry? I think it should, I think it's more so a little bit more Gwen Berry, because I'm thinking I'm a proud American. I mean, for the Olympics, I'm going to be repping for everyone from the U.S. Actually, mostly I'll be rooting for anyone that's Black. Me too. But- <laughs> Like, Wait, I'm not Kenyan, but go Kenyan woman. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, go on. I mean, so I, I mean, I'm a proud American considering as Stu, uh, Stewie said last week that, you know, our ancestors pay for our right to be here with blood, sweat in their lives. So I'm proud of that. I'm happy to be American, but also at the same time, since I love America so much, like, like someone that I love, I need to call them out on their bullshit. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, okay, like I want America to be great. I'm thinking it's supposed to be the land, the free home of the brave and all men are created equal. How can we treat certain people as second-class citizens? I mean, I don't believe in blind loyalty to anything because I'm just thinking you're just saying, la, 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 my America's perfect. I'm thinking America isn't perfect. There's a lot of issues we can um, that we need to fix. It's not because I'm calling them out because I hate America. I love America. I want America to be better. 
-hmm. I want America to improve. I want them thinking we did some bad shit in the past, but we can't be better. So I'm thinking, sure. And it's freedom of speech, one of the greatest freedoms in the world. So I'm just thinking just in those that are like ultra patriotic, red, white, and blue, I love America. Thank you for your service to your veterans. Those people low-key kind of scare me. Yes. Because <clears throat> it's like... Um, you're blind because I'm thinking most veterans serve for different reasons because, you know, my family is a military family. My mm -hmm. grandfather, my older brother, and both my parents served in the U.S. military, specifically the U.S. Army. And I guess they didn't do it for all those reasons. Thinking if you want to help veterans out, probably fix the VA system. Yep. Make sure there's no homeless veterans. I mean, yeah, discount at Denny's is nice. And like, I got support in college for being like a, a child of a deceased veteran. But I'm just thinking it could you can get more support by improving things about America. And most veterans said, okay, we really don't care about that shit. I mean, we're not offended. So they say we fought for, we don't fight for the flag, they fought for the constitution. Yeah. So one, the constitution is freedom of speech. So I'm thinking that's how she represents her love for her country, then that's good. I mean, I respect America, I think America's great, but I think the America can be even greater because there's a lot of things we suck ass in, but I want America to be greater and that's how I respect both my country. I pay taxes, I care about my fellow countrymen, even though I don't always agree with their views, but that's what America is. So I'm just thinking just being hyper, like proud of your country, red, white, and blue is kind of creepy. And it's just kind of like idealistic and like hyper nationalism is bad because I'm thinking with Germany. I mean, I guess Germany is a little bit different because, you know, hyper nationalism leads to Nazis. But I'm thinking America might be on the same path as well. Listen, like, ain't, don't you tell it. Like, that's <laughs> shit. I remember like this, there was an, an op-ed piece um, that someone, I can't remember where she, I won't remember if it was CNN or something, but like this black woman was talking about essentially how she had, um, she had went into like um, a specific city for something and she had like, she immediately was very like cautious because everywhere she looked, she just saw the American flag and like with the American flag, she saw a Trump flag like like paired a lot with it as well. And so she said like any kind of neighborhood that she goes down where there's like a whole like a bunch of American flags, like she gets like really nervous. And so, of course, like this elicited the same reaction from people as to say like, well, what do you like? Why would you say that? Like, so like you don't you you're not patriotic, like you're afraid of people who are patriotic. And it's just kind of like I feel like as like you're not you're not taught this like as people of color you're not taught to just be all like to fear the american flag like people who kind of fly it and like are you know overly like nationalistic but like you see it and you learn it right like right. because that image that symbol is associated now like with people who are potentially will kill you like the if you don't if you're not you know if you're not white like you the the it's higher right you know so for me like yes like I I mean I can't say that I like I'm not loyal to America let's just say that like I think everybody at this point knows that Nikki Alley as a person is not loyal I'm not loyal to shit like they're just like they're like do you like anything and I'm just kind of like 
not enough to like defend it with my last breath. No, like, I don't know that. I mean, I feel like the only things, things I like people like uh, B- Bell Mars, I would defend Bell Mars with the last of my breath, but <laughs> like, thank you. But like, most people and most things i'm just kind of like you could go and i would be fine (laughs) i would be fine but i'm just like people who bleed red white and blue i'm just kind of like for what like you know what i'm saying this country would like sooner put you in the ground than they would actually like make sure that you get a leg up in life that's all i'm saying like so i mean like yeah i feel like people who are are demonstrative are a lot I mean, I relate more with those people because like, even though like this country, I'm not loyal to it. Like if I could move to another country and like, I knew I knew my conditions would be better for me and my family, I would do it. Like I would be all like, oh yeah, like I'm leaving immediately, but I'm black. Um, <laughs> well, like I'm black, not visibly, but I'm clearly not white. So like anywhere I go, like it's just gonna be, it's gonna be a thing. So like, I just, so I have really no other choice but to kind of make this place that I live in uh, better because I know there's like really not a better place to go. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I haven't found it yet. If y'all know, let me know. But like, as for right now, I ain't got really any other choice but to yell in y'all's faces about how much you fucking suck to like <laughs> hopefully get you to stop fucking sucking. Like, <laughs> at some things before the end of my life like I would like to like hopefully go out with my knowing that my children won't get killed in the streets right that would be nice like that would be great but you know yeah so and I do wish for a future where my kids don't have to be like hyper black excellence exactly you can can just be happy mediocre like a white person like yes Oh, I strive for the uh, idea of black mediocrity. I can't <laughs> wait until we can just be mediocre, mediocre as fuck. <laughs> oh, but for right now. Okay. Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, yeah. So hyper red, white, and blue. Because I remember when I went to East Texas for my grandfather's funeral, I saw more like Trump 2020 flags than uh, American flags. Listen, yeah. when, when Belmars told me about that, I was like, ooh, girl, like, call me and make sure you're okay. Like, like text <laughs> me, because I would like you to come back alive. Yeah, and also Confederate flag, so. See? I hate this country-ass part of Texas. I mean, the food's good, but I got food poisoning, so. <laughs> She's like, it tasted good, but it wasn't great when it came out. <laughs> yeah so i was like dying chugging pepto-bismol for like 24 hours until i got into texas i looked over i'm thinking is that a trump flag it says fuck trump 2020 I'm thinking okay i'm safe now she said i've entered the safe zone like we're in like a fucking anime like we're in like uh whatchamacallit what is attack on titan like we've gotten past the wall like we're not yes the titans can't get us the titans can't get us all right well we're gonna take a break after all of that and we're gonna come back and warn you about uh businesses that you really shouldn't support because they don't like gay people they don't like the alphabet mafia yeah i mean they like alphabet mafia money but not alphabet mafia people right we'll be back we're back we're back (laughs) 
tell us about Mars. Yeah. Well, this may sound like a bummer and you have to like this, but Pride Month is coming to an end. Hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. I mean, we didn't really do much parade because, you know, some parts of pandemic and others there were. But um, I guess I want to start this off by looking at like the hypocrisy of some of these big companies. Capitalism at work, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at this one um, group called Zero for Zeros, which is a nonprofit organization that looks at different politicians and also like different organizations. So like big companies like Pfizer, Cisco, T-Mobile, who for Pride Month, because we all know that every Pride Month, all these companies change their logos to rainbows and say Pride for all, hip hip hooray for all this shit. But yet also at the same time, they go back around and donate money to like uh, politicians that are very much anti-LBGT, like our wonderful Senator Ted goddamn Cruz. Fuck you, Rafael. Rafael Cruz. <laughs> Senator John Bozeman of... Is that Arizona? AR, Florida, Senator Tim Cotton. Of course, that sounds like a racist ass name. Oh, Representative racist Louis Gomert of Texas, Senator oh. Mike um, Enzi of Wyoming, and Representative Randy Weber of Texas, and so on and so forth. There's a whole list of them, including Senator Tim Scott, the Republican's other black friend. <laughs> So there's a whole list of them. And of course, they even went through the research. They even have like um, spreadsheets, Excel sheets, you know, they have the receipts of how much they donated and when and to what amount. Right. Oh, wow. Damn. That's that's some detailed ass receipts. That's like if you went to Kroger and like you bought like all your shit and then they were like, I see that out of your $20 budget, you spent this much on candy, bitch. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. Go on. So, and I can go through the list to see what company and what can we do about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing we can probably boycott them. Or B, we can probably do what us millennials do and just shame them on Twitter. I love shaming people on Twitter. <laughs> and it's an organization. I mean, people and organization are two different things. Bullying like people probably isn't good, but um, if it's organizations, they're not people. That's right. They're not people. So fuck them. <laughs> LOL. Okay, fellas, tell us. It's time for the witch hunt. Okay, so I'm going to see their research and go pull up the Excel sheet. So they have like a house Senate corporation research, like, for example, Amazon donated to official Brian Babin uh, a total of, I want to say, $6,000 for his campaign for on April 26, 2016 and September 17, 2018, uh, they donated to, let's see, Bill Flores, um, Jim Jordan of Ohio, uh, Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. Pete Olson of Texas several times. 
and a total of $21,000 to these politicians for that are hardcore anti-LBGT. Mm-hmm. American Airlines donated about $24,000, $24,500 to different senators in Texas, well, different gov- uh representatives and politicians of Texas who are also anti-LEGT, which is Brian Babin, Bill Fortas, Louis Gomer, Stephen King. Oh, no. Oh, Steve King. Stat- I would say Stephen King, the writer. My fucking <laughs> Steve King of Iowa, <laughs> Pete Olson, Randy Weber, and then AT&T, who donated $252,000 to different uh, politicians. That includes Brian Babin, Bill Fortes, Loie Gomer, Glenn Grothman, Andy Harris, Jim Jordan, of course, Mike Kelly, Steve King, Pete Olson, Steve King again, and Randy Weber. Bayer AG donated about $14,000 to anti-LBG, which includes Mike Kelly, Steve King, Bill Fortes, uh, Best Buy, them bastards, donated $9,000 to Jim Jordan, Mike Kelly, and Bill Fortes. Boston Scientific, $6,000 to Bill Fortes, Jim Jordan, and Mike Kelly. Capital One, $14,500 to Bill Fortes, Mike Kelly, and Pete Olson. Who the fuck is this Bill Flores person? Wait a minute. You know Bill Fortes of Texas. Let's see. Like 50, 11 times. <laughs> yes. Let's see. Bill Fortes. You got a lot of Texas people. Yeah. A lot of people from Texas. I mean, I see Brian Babin, Marco Rubio, uh, Jim Jordan, already seen your ass, Mike Enzi. Oh, Bill Fortes. He has been quote saying a healthy marriage is the ones between a man and a woman because they can have a healthy family. They can raise children in a way that's best for their future, not only for social, but psychologically, economically from a healthy perspective. And I'm thinking I'm reading this man for filth. And and because, you know, Signia also put out a diversion and inclusion said we define diversity in all the ways we are different yet similar, including race, ethnicity, nationality, gender, Veteran status, ability, preferred languages, work styles, generation, cultural facets, sexual orientation, and gender identity, which is kind of at odds when they donate to Bill Fortas of Texas. He's a representative. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all have people who do research. You can't claim that you didn't know. <laughs> yes. So I think it either is like people who like sponsor the company as a whole as and they work for them like finance and they donate a little bit to them. So I'm surprised that they don't get large amounts. So and because this was published in 2019, maybe 2020 may be a little bit different when the new report comes out. Right. But maybe they gave out small amounts because they thought that, you know, it wouldn't be able to be that trackable. I don't know. Yeah, because Cardinal Health mostly gives mostly to Ohio, but we got two people from, well, one person from Texas and one person from Maryland, Hmm. which is Pete Olson. And Cargill give to Bill Ford as a total of, let's see, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 
5,000 to Bill Fortes. And then, my God, $70,000 from Chevron Corp to anti-LBG, uh, LBG, uh, anti-alphabet mafia community mm-hmm. from Chevron Corp, Randy Weber, Pete Olson, and Mike Kelly. Honestly, Corp. honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if like every single oil and gas, major oil and gas person gave to yeah i mean there's a certain type of person that work in oil and gas girl listen we both worked in oil and gas honey and i can tell yeah. you i could not get out of oil and gas fast enough because i hated all the men like i didn't like any of them <laughs> none of them i should say white men i like the i like the, the the other people of color but guess what they weren't in positions of power so i didn't have to uh, I didn't have to work with them often. I was in office, mm-hmm. so they were in field. And so like when I would talk, I would have to talk to the white men all the time. And I'm like, oh, please get out of my face. <laughs> white women, am I right? No, child, I'm not fist bumping you. You're disgusting. <laughs> God. Mm. Let's see, Signia Corp. Mm-hmm. What okay. other major people? Coca-Cola. That makes sense. (laughs) That polar bear is racist and sexist (laughs) and against gender equality. (laughs) Compass Bank. Who? Mm, Let's see. Dell Incorporated. Mm. Deloitte. Deloitte? Yeah, Deloitte. Okay, I'm sorry. I mispronounced that. Deloitte. I just like how you said it. Deloitte. And I was like, you mean Deloitte? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Spanish. About $95,000 to anti-LBGT. For Deloitte, that makes sense. I The guy that just got, like, that just quit, quote unquote, from our, like, um, nonprofit, you came from Deloitte. So they probably made up of a whole bunch of sexist ass assholes. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's more like the systemic. I mean, the whole systemic issue is like, okay, they're sexist. Mm-hmm. I mean, sexist, racist. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be surprised if they're racist. They're probably ableist too. God, <laughs> ableist. They hate different genders. They're just mm. so, no non-binary. Is they're like the fuck is that? Mm-mm. Yes, get that critical race theory out of here. Dow Chemical Company, Eco Lab. So I almost applied for a job there. Good thing I know to never work there. Okay, great. I apply Ernest and Young, seventy five thousand Exelon Corp. Okay, that sounds like an evil ass company. It does. It sounds like the like a company from a Marvel movie. Like <laughs> that it's just Exelon Corp. Continue pouring chemicals. It's like they're like Exelon Corp for all your world takeover needs. <laughs> like, Facebook. $17,000. General Mills. <gasps> the cereal? God, I can't even eat cereal anymore. General Motors. God damn. I mean, GM cars do suck ass. I mean, I said that with someone with a Chevy. (laughs) I love it. She's all like, General Motors sucks ass. Yeah, because I have a Chevy Cruze and I had every recall under the sun. The front right axle. And then I recently, I spent like over $1,000 to replace my coolant system. 
I mean, that's a lot of money. I mean, how long did you have this car? I had this since I bought it new in 2014. But still, the coolant system over a thousand dollars. I mean, a thousand dollars isn't a lot of money, but it's a lot of money to owe someone. Right, exactly. Let's see. Google. Fucking Google. What the fuck? Y'all are supposed to be liberal as fuck. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of do bro, because I know there were complaining about, I think, like black, uh, like they were, uh, I think they were saying trying to do an inclusive statement. Someone's complained that, oh, women are not good engineers and computer science stuff, but there's not a lot of them because there's something about that. And I'm not sure if they fire that guy or like fire the woman that was the whistleblower on it. I, I forgot what, but the whole incident. I probably um, fired the woman because <laughs> fucking Google. Fuck you, Google. What else? Yeah. So Intel Corp, $17,000 to Bill Fortes, Mike Kelly, Pete Olson, and okay. Intel, isn't that the one that has the Logic commercial? Um, yeah. Wait a second. They have what's his face on there? Uh Oh, they really uh are the fucking worst because they have... They have Montero. They have little Nas X on their commercials. I'm pretty sure. Child. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson. Those lying bastards are Johnson and Johnson. Good thing I didn't get their vaccine. Fuck y'all. <laughs> JP Morgan Chase. $25,000. And as recent as I think 2016, 2017, well, 2018. Okay, uh, KPMG, 54000 to anti-LBGT, Massachusetts Mutual Life Insurance. I don't know who that is either, but fuck them as well. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Uh, MasterCard. <gasps> Can't even use MasterCard. Don't tell me Visa is on here as well. <laughs> Let's see, Merck. I'm doing an ABC order. Microsoft. <gasps> but what the, man. <laughs> That horny nerd Bill Gates. Bill Gates, what the fuck? How <laughs> dare you? Uh, money to... I can't believe you. Whose idea was this? Yours or Melinda's? <laughs> I don't know. He's a horny nerd. Or maybe one of my side chicks. I can donate whatever you want, baby. Oh my god, gross. <laughs> Morgan Stanley. Is nationwide mutual insurance on your side? Obviously, if you're not LBGT, $14,000. That's right. Fuck you, nationwide. You're not on my side. <laughs> North Rock Grumman, Oracle Corp, PepsiCo. Wow. So people can't have Coke or Pepsi because they're both fucking <laughs> anti. Team Dr. Pepper? Oh, yes. Dr. Pepper. Yay. <laughs> Pfizer. Damn it, I got their vaccine. <laughs> 34,000. It's recent as 2018. PNC Financial. Price Waterhouse Coopers. All one word. Fucking one word. Why? Why? 104,000. Good thing I've never heard of them and I don't think I use them. I don't know. Procter and Gamble. That sounds like a law firm. Yeah. SAP America, which Bill Fortis, Pete Olson, T-Mobile. Damn, and I have T-Mobile. Fuck you, T-Mobile. <laughs> UPS. <gasps> and they gave $1,015,386 to LBGT. 
people, visa, of course. Damn it, I have a visa. <laughs> Wells Fargo, 11,000, and Whirlpool, which all these organizations together gave $1,670,610 to anti-LBGT people. Mm-mm. So, and you go on their site, 040s.org, and you'd say, I'm an employee at one of these hum- companies. How do I help? Mm-hmm. So they contact Zero for Zeros. They'll ask you to email them. Say, hey, I work at this company. And you probably just email them for more ideas. There's a lot. So there's leaked. Um, and there's a lot of news. Like pressure grows on pro-LBG companies to stop funding anti-LBG companies. So you have a mission statement that says probably stop um, airlines. Oh, and they also donate, and American Airlines donated to Ted Cruz. I mean, fucking glad I don't fly American Airlines. That's right, I've never flown Air- American Airlines and I never will, fuck y'all. <laughs> so they definitely have the receipts for all, like I think a lot, mostly it's more so like the representatives, but I'm pretty sure they got the senators too, goddamn Ted Cruz. So, and they show news, even shows the worst for the worst. Like Ted Cruz, he defended companies discriminating against LBGT customers by supporting the Masterpiece Cake Shop Supreme Court case. And that Senator is a nuisance. <laughs> Senator Marco Rubio, for example, co-sponsored LBGT legislation that will legalize discrimination in LBGT by the federal government. Um, S2525 First Amendment Defense Act. And let's see what our good friend Tim Scott has done co-sponsored oh that same bill that marco rubio sponsoring oh man i was about to look up something on google and i'm like fuck google i'm like is ask jeeves still (laughs) still a fucking thing yes (laughs) i mean we could put pressure probably start emailing google and say hey can you stop supporting these uh uh homophobic assholes and transphobic because it's really hard because google controls a lot of things like i love youtube so do i bro like please don't make me like hate the things that i'm supposed to love oh i froze (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't i think probably just being a little bit more aware because i'm thinking i'm on your game so don't change your fucking rainbow be like skittles take off the rainbow that's right (laughs) so like as far as like what you can do to help obviously it's very hard to avoid a lot of these companies like we just said like i have a visa like what the fuck am i supposed to do (laughs) like you know to say yeah because even like zero for zeros the campaign they do have a facebook so i'm thinking even facebook donate so it's kind of like we can probably use this platform to probably like raise awareness so people are a little bit more aware about different corporations i mean the hard thing to do is probably try and boycott them mm-hmm. like okay i can avoid probably using amazon and shop locally the best i could <laughs> it's gonna be pretty hard be probably write letters or probably call them up and say we don't like how you're supporting like these anti-lbgt candidates uh because if you if you have a mission statement that says um, we support everyone regardless of race, age, gender, gender expression, sexual orientation, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, fricker fracker. 
Oh no, oh no. No! Oh crap. Oh hell. What happened to the recording? Oh. Is it just going to pick off where it left off? Okay. So could you <laughs> fuck? Okay, could you uh could you literally say everything you just said about supporting uh um so we can probably do probably do a little bit more research and probably try and support, I guess, local businesses, I guess that kind of fit a little bit more of your political agenda. Mm-hmm. I mean, thinking, okay, are you open woman owned, locally owned? LBG, LBGT friendly, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Or B, we can probably try and flood them and I guess shame them on social media and said, okay, you have a mission statement that says we support everyone of like every creed, race, uh, gender expression, sexual orientation, et cetera, et cetera. But then also you support people politically that don't, that's kind of sus in my opinion. So I'm thinking probably we have to like shame them and say, you'd probably need to change your views or probably just support someone who's woke, who likes capitalism. But I guess it's kind of hard to do both, to be honest. It is. It's incredibly hard to live in the society and know that you need to buy shit, but also try to be a good person at the same time. Yes, because I realized the issues with capitalism because it was built, especially in America, which was built on slavery and always built on a lower class to raise the upper class and me trying to get to the upper class to probably help out the lower class and it's a whole thing and I guess mm-hmm. I probably don't have enough information to probably make a, a stronger argument, but yeah. Right, but I think the, the point is is that even if you do patronize these companies, it's important to remember that you're not the one at fault here they're at fault because they're lying obviously but like you're not a bad person if you use amazon right yes and i'm guessing you don't hate gay people if you like chick-fil-a chicken right you don't but you know as we said earlier in the gay or nay news section like as people who live here especially people of color who live here and like have basically built this society off the our backs you know, you just have to get out there and be all like, hey, I don't like this. Stop doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, be better. Right. Yeah. So that's the whole point. Being demonstrative and, and kind of demanding better and more of these businesses and these, you know, these people, right? You know, like if your senator or your um God damn it, I can't think at all. If your senator or your elected official is not doing the things that you want them to do as a community, band together and be all like, get your ass out. Like yeah. it's just <laughs> midterms, I think, are coming up next year. So we probably need to go out and vote. I mean, I know we don't like because I'm thinking, especially for fucking Texas. Well, I don't think Tech was up for the election. He was so fucking close. 
We need to get him out, but we need to get our fucking governor out because I don't want to be fucking freezing or like being hot up in these streets because I have thick thighs. Right. They rub together a sweat. It's hard. Yeah. We need to fix our power grid and Florida also needs to vote their fucking governor out because DeSantis, I mean, I can't really speak strongly, but from what I hear from DeSantis, dude's fucking crazy can't stand him like when he got onto the my thing was like it was crazy to me when he got onto the thing and talked about like he got onto the television and he talked about like you know the the condominiums like basically falling down in florida i was like wow you care about people that's crazy like you you don't care about you expect me to believe that you care about people when you're like critical race theory is not a good thing but like now you want me to believe that you care about all these people who just died and i don't care i don't believe you you're a fucking monster but anyway um right so like if your elected officials are not doing what you think they're supposed to do tell them to get their ass out um if you're (laughs) vote them out do what you have to do lend a helping hand if you know like there are places where voter suppression is happening like you know do your best to bring light to that and bring awareness to it and um you know i think actually there was a bill that went on the floor earlier this week um i think it's the we the people act yeah i think we the people are the john wounds voting act or is it like the republican bill yeah it's it's a bill basically to stop voter suppression it went onto the floor earlier this week so it's just like there are changes being made it's just every like you have to bring awareness to it as much as possible if you see something you say something so um right like if your elected officials are are trash like throw them out into the bin and um you know we've canceled as millennials like weaker things than um like you know stronger things than google and fucking (laughs) right like you know we can we can crush mastercard under our heel if we so wish okay (laughs) like band together my brothers and sisters (laughs) in your apathy and go i just don't want to use mastercard anymore because i don't like the way that they they talk about uh the alphabet mafia so i'm just saying we canceled marriage apparently we canceled the birth rate we can also cancel (laughs) (laughs) and houses that's right and we canceled houses fuck yeah we can do it (laughs) we are powerful (laughs) oh my god okay um that's it right yeah, so I guess I guess a little bit more of an optimistic note. So I'm thinking just probably be careful about with corporation because it is capitalistic or they want our money, but they don't want us. Yep. So they're yeah, they're go gay for pay in a second if they make more money. <laughs> exactly. And even though you do enjoy those things, because I do enjoy Coke and well, I don't I haven't drink Coke in a long ass time, to be honest. Oh but um, or even other stuff but i'm just thinking probably be a little bit more aware of like what their the agendas like bigger companies because i'm thinking fuck thing i mean i'm horrible i know i'm gonna still keep using google but i just looked up ask jeeves and it's still a search engine <laughs> hell i can use ask.com <laughs> yeah because i'm thinking also with microsoft and i use bing so it's like okay two big giants right so yeah 
Yeah. I mean, we we uh, cause Robin Hood to shut down. So hopefully we can probably do a same movement similar to that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We can make shit happen. I mean, we made GameStop popular. Like, who the fuck does that? Us. We yes. do that shit. Redditors came together. That was a great revolution. That's right. And if we can do that for GameStop and AMC, we can do that. We can crush people like Google if we want to. Oh, we need to organize together and like bring down big corporations because I'm thinking hurt them in their pocketbooks to realize, okay, we're actually going to support people because I think with like the bus boycotts and the civil rights movement, they realize, Mm -hmm. oh, crap, black people give us a lot of money. Maybe we shouldn't segregate our buses. So I'm thinking, oh, crap, young people use Google a lot. Maybe we should actually support uh, uh, LBG people that actually support uh, politics that support LBGT people and protection for all citizens. That's right. So, guys, get your thumbs ready because we're about to go to Twitter war. <laughs> <laughs> get the Bay Hive, get the K pop fans ready. <laughs> Just those two fandoms alone are so powerful. <laughs> Make sure the BTS stands, the army, and the yes, Bay Hive the by army. themselves the bay hive if those go to war will be a bloody war but yeah that's right we gonna have results okay so we just need (laughs) we just need all y'all to come together so that we can put aside your differences about which one of your queens is better and then do it for the queens all the queens (laughs) beyond supports the lbgt community most likely that's right and so do a lot of i know i know bts at least supports the alphabet mafia so there you go (laughs) come together all right um yeah but uh i think that's a wrap for us this week yes Um, happy pride month uh hopefully next juneteenth i plan to have a cookout probably Cause we, I didn't have enough time to prepare. <laughs> you know, right? Like they just made it a federal holiday the day before. It's just kind of like there's not enough time for me to get food ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got watermelon. I need to figure out what else that's red that can serve for Juneteenth. See if any of my other homies want to come over. Come over, baby, come over, and only play the black black music. The blackest of black music. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Before I let you go, I'm gonna play the Beyonce cover. I do like in Homecoming. <laughs> or like all music inspired like people. It must be adjacent to black people, black producers, black songwriters. That's right. Because if there's no black involved in it, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it for my Juneteenth. Um yes, uh happy Pride Month. Um I don't, what is next month? Next month is just, I don't even know what we celebrate next month besides uh, patriotism. I mean, in your birthday is the actual America, uh, actual birthday of America, which is July 2nd. Ha ha, thank you. That's right, bitches. So that's what, you can't say I'm not, a, I'm unpatriotic because I was born on America's birthday. So what the, so what the fuck now? <laughs> <laughs> I am this country. We built this. <laughs> we built this. Um, yes. So I don't. Yeah, no. I guess next week we'll. Uh, we're doing a birthday episode for me. I don't really know. I haven't decided yet. I'm real like. I'm real chill on my birthday this year. People are like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Girl, hopefully fucking nothing." Like, 
Bell Mars and I, I think are going to go like get our nails done and go to dinner. And I'm like, that's, that's enough for me. <laughs> that's enough. My brother, this asshole, I should have t- told this story at the beginning, but he was like, he, there's supposed to be a party. Like my grand aunt is having a party uh, the day after my birthday. And mm-hmm. my brother was thinking about leaving on my birthday to like go. And so, like, my parents aren't going, but I was going. Like, and my other brother's not going either because he has to go to a wedding. But, like, he was like, oh, uh, yeah, I was thinking of leaving on Friday. And my mom was like, you know, Nicola's not going to go with you if you leave on Friday, right? And he's like, well, why not? And she's like, uh, it's her birthday. She has plans. <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah. and I'm like, this asshole forgot what my birthday was? He didn't get you a gift or nothing. No. I'm like, he already said, he's like, I'm not, he already was like, I'm not getting you anything. And I'm like, that's rude. And he's like, you're only turning 27. And I'm like, that's a, I survived a year, another year of the pandemic. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's, that's the important thing is that I survived a pandemic. Okay. I get to, I'm celebrating all my fucking birthdays from here on out. Like, like it's my last, like, woo, bitch, yes. I like, oh, so yeah. Uh, look forward to that. We'll see y'all next time. Uh, keep your masks on. Get your vaccines. Don't argue with people if you don't want to get the vaccine, but they do. Like, we don't have time for that. Just go about your business and wear your mask and leave me the fuck alone. Um, and yeah, um, be safe. Yes, the Delta variant's coming up, so I don't want any of that. Be safe, y'all. Yeah. And uh, that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye.